Cringe Fanatics with Chad Lee and Chris Zane. And we are back. It is episode 46 of Fringe Fanatics. It is Tuesday, August 8th. I am Chris Zane, and you'll notice that Chad Lee is not here today, but on the line we have... Go ahead. What's up? It's Travis P. Roscoe from Knee Circles. That is right. (laughs) Travis P. Roscoe from the Knee Circles podcast is in here. Uh, Well, not in here. We're on the line, actually. We're doing this uh, long distance, if you will. Um, So he's going to be in place of Chad. Um, So... It's a little bit of a different episode. It's going to be a little bit shorter. I know I think I've said this the last few episodes that it was going to be a short episode, and then somehow me and Chad got on tangents, and then next thing you know, we're almost at two hours. So, <laughs> Yeah, whatever. It's going to be short like my marriage. It'll be quick. <laughs> uh, I love it. I love the self-deprecation, man. <laughs> Well, um, if you've made it this far, uh, go ahead and like and subscribe uh, to us on whatever you're listening or watching to us, watching to us, watching us on. And then uh, if you haven't yet, please like, share, subscribe and follow us on all things social media at fringe underscore fanatics. Um, Travis, how was your weekend, man? How how have you been this week? Man, I've been good. Uh, I've just been working a lot and then, you know, hung out with my kids on Sunday. Actually, the oldest is getting ready to head out to his college externship. I'm almost kid-free, thank God, which is nice. Uh, for the rest of you suckers that are still in your mid-30s changing diapers, I feel sorry for you. Uh, but other than that, it was, a, it was a good week. I watched some sports, got some boxing in, got some football in, and yeah. uh, just living life, man. Yeah, hell yeah, man. That's That's the way to do it. I like that. It's cool you got to hang out with your kids on Sunday. It's always nice with yeah. the split marriages. You got to take advantage of the time you get when you can. Um, yeah, we did a little top golf. I still got that swing. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get Chad. I got Chad finally some, uh, like, really, I mean, they're vintage clubs, but they're definitely old, but he doesn't have any clubs. So I was like, we're going to get you some clubs so we can at least go and do some, like, you know, driving ranges and stuff like that. So I'm trying to Absolutely. get him out there. Top golf there is a good way go. to do it, though. Chad, what are you doing, man? Get off the couch. <laughs> Dude, it's that it's that <laughs> hair of his, man. It's it's like he's it's just gotta go to hair. like STS9 shows and shit, you know. <laughs> For real. He's like always at the 311 Red Red Rock. Yeah, concert. dude. 311 day is his favorite day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's gonna be mad. <laughs> I only know one song there is it's like the aura is yellow or something. Uh, Amber is the color of my energy. Whoa. There it is. Amber is Mind the color green, of my depending energy. Depending on my doctor visit. Uh, shit, man. Yeah. My weekend was pretty good too. Sorry to talk over you. Um, no, you're good. It was pretty good. Fucking busy as per usual. Um, I always feel like, and you know how this goes with the podcast and work and I've also got a band and stuff. So I had band practice last night. So this weekend has been busy again, but, uh, we finally got the show to a point where it's running pretty smoothly. I hope the people out there, there watching and listening are, are noticing that. But uh, that has been a huge weight off of my shoulders because this shit gets to be a lot sometimes. So you know how it goes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's always a busy lifestyle as you want to pursue other hobbies. But, you know, what I need from your listeners is go hit that like button, man. Let's get those likes up. All those fringies. I call them fringies. I like that. 
<laughs> the fringies. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, you can find you guys on all things streaming, much like us. You guys are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those places. What do you guys use to uh, get your show out? Um, I'm using a, a, a hosting site called Buzzsprout, which everybody uses for their podcast. Oh, yeah, um, that's the same one we use. Of course, I'm still getting complaints. Why aren't you on video? Why aren't you on video? Well, one, because I'm not allowed to be on video because of this whole restraining order thing. But the second thing, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I don't have the money. Like, go like my stuff. Help me get famous. I can buy the cameras. But until then, I'll eventually get there. And then big old Chris here is going to help us set up video. So hopefully we get going. That is right. I have offered my services to come and help them set up video. Um, I mean, dude, we did it on a budget. Our, our whole video setup, I maybe have spent... Um, just on the cameras. I mean, we just have, you know, your usual, um, webcams, but they're all 1080p. And I think most of them do, um, 4k too. But, um, yeah, I mean, do we, I maybe spend 120 bucks. I found shit on Craigslist, dude. I'm a fucking, <laughs> I, hey, I, whatever, man. I like to go garage selling too. You know, yeah, how much exactly. for this Xbox 360? <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah. You can find a lot of good shit at garage sales, especially coming to those vintage games nowadays. People don't know what they got. You sneak yeah, in there yeah, and I, found you... a, I found a barely used flashlight the other day for like a dollar. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. Yeah, those, yeah, and a dollar is a good price for those if it's been used. You know, it's already worn out, but it's, it's still got life left in it. Yeah, it's weird. It's the caterpillar from a bug's life. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit man well let's get this show on the road for reals uh around here we like to do a lead off shot to uh get the show going um i know you don't have a shot ready but um as long as we're cheers and booze chad said we can't cheers if the, we don't have booze i didn't realize that i tried to do it a couple weeks back and he's like no dude we well can't. the only reason the only reason I don't have booze is because my 19-year-old keeps diving into my tequila. He'll just sit down on the couch. I'm like, is that a margarita? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you didn't pay for that bottle. <laughs> well, I'll replenish it. You're not 21. Yeah, exactly. And you're lucky we don't have a lot of listeners to turn you in for letting your son underage drink. <laughs> but we all know Allegedly. that Allegedly. We, we were drinking uh, well before the legal age of 21. So it is what it is, yeah, man. But I was a dad at 16. Of course I was drinking before 21. Uh, what I'm drinking on <laughs> That's is, how that uh, happens. I got the Voodoo, <laughs> I got the, uh, Voodoo Ranger 1985 IPA by New Belgium. Nice. I've been, um, I'm a big fan of, um, the malt beverages. I'm drinking uh, Mike's harder lemon. Well, Mike's harder half and half, um, tonight. Uh, but, Ooh. uh, Voodoo Ranger has, um, a harder like iced tea. It is really good. And it's like 7%, which is, you know, you get two of those tall what? boys, you're, you're rolling, you know, you're feeling good. So that's go what I've been getting now. to Seven Eleven, man. They got them. Oh, I'm going to try to get sponsored. As, <laughs> as the president says, you can't walk into a Seven Eleven without meeting someone with a slight Indian accent. I'm going to go and get some. That's true. That's very true. And it's <laughs> unfortunately a, a very true stereotype, but, uh, Let's do this. I'll cheers to you, my friend. Thank you for hopping on the show with us. Uh, well, with me, I appreciate it doing it on your night Absolutely. off. So, um, cheers to you. Cheers to all the listeners oh. out there. Uh, let's do this thing, man. Take a drink. Oh, yeah. Ugh, whew, that first shot always gets you. Uh, we are drinking oh. a Larceny small batch from 1870. Uh, it's pretty oh, good. Wow. I keep saying we. That's how long 
I've been doing this with Chad that without him, I'm just going to probably say we, as in you're here the whole time. So uh, don't worry say, about he's that. He's going to listen to the episode. He's just going to feel he's like gonna, he's there. <laughs> just look deep into that camera and say, I miss you. I miss you. I miss you, Chad. <laughs> I miss you. Uh, cute. <laughs> You up uh, Tenacious D's dude. I totally miss you right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, um, let's get into the headlines real quick. Um, we have a little thing for that, which you aren't going to be able to hear, unfortunately. But here it goes. Headlines. Get your headlines here. That's right. It is time for headlines. Uh, we are going to start with the NFL because guess what, Travis? The NFL is back. back. It's back. Uh, it's here. Uh, I think we have well, like, f- was it like 30 weeks of football now or something like that nonstop? What's crazy is football's back and it doesn't feel like it was gone that long. Thanks to our Denver Nuggets. Shout out them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Nuggets, I would be um, feeling pretty bad right now about Denver sports, aside from, you know, the Avalanche almost getting us there and then losing. Well, in I the mean, first let's, round. let's face it. When, when the Avalanche won it last year, football was right around the corner. When the Nuggets won it this year, football's around the corner. Every year before that, They'd be like, all right, you get the Rockies. Like, ah, I'd rather just do erotic asphyxiation. I cannot stand the Rockies. <laughs> well, and the, the bad thing about the Rockies, too, is they always start out good. And then you get the June yeah. swoon. So it's like a month and a half, two months of like, hey, man, they're going to be okay this year. And then all of a sudden, man, they just hit a wall. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And no then thanks. I'm good on all that. They never make it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sell the team. Exactly. Anyway, Screw the Montforts. All right, so let's get into the NFL. So the first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, was on Thursday night. Did you watch it? Okay, so this is the first year I haven't had the Sunday ticket red zone and all that. I tried to stream it, and it was like the most unbearable time of my life. But I did finally find a, a website that worked. That was a boring game. I, I, but of course, it's a Hall of Fame game, right? Like it's always going to be boring. But it was nice to have football back. That was the beauty part of it. Yeah, uh, when I told uh, my girlfriend that uh, football was on tonight, she's like, "Are you fucking serious?" I was like, "Oh, it's back, baby. <laughs> We're here." Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother me. I'm not taking out the trash. Exactly. I still had to. No, it's it, trash comes on Monday, so I don't have to worry about that. But. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, so the Jets did lose this game. They were grounded by the Browns, 21-16. to uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers looked pretty good in the headset, and uh, Zach Wilson didn't look too bad in his first outing this season, going 3-for-5 for 65 yards, including a 57-yard touchdown. Well, not touchdown, a completion, uh, which I guess was supposedly suggested by Rodgers on that headset um, that set up the Jets' oh, really? first score. Yeah, man, he's out there coaching now. Hmm. Didn't Zach Wilson uh, say to the media that he was going to make Aaron Rodgers' life hell during training camp? I think that was before he knew who that name was going to be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That was when they sense. were like, uh, what are you going to do for the quarterback they bring in? And he's like, I'm going to make his life a living hell. Well, uh, now it's Aaron Rodgers, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't Aaron bang Rogers his mom. In. No, exactly. Aaron Rodgers walked in. He's like, the only thing I got to do is keep my mom away from me, and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, things like, are I'm gonna school you. All squirt. That's, that's my thing about Aaron Rodgers is like, 
everyone puts him in this class of like the best quarterback ever. He's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. But until you get that second ring, you're always going to be that guy. Like, yeah, he got one, but a lot of people get one. Yeah, Trent I mean, that, got one. that was the thing with Peyton, too, up until Super Bowl 50. Everybody was just like, yeah, he's Peyton Manning, but he's only got one. And he's been there. He hasn't won. Then he wins Super Bowl he, 50. He went to two. Well, yeah. He went to two, and he lost one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he lost a new one. I th- no. I think he went to more than than that. Uh, let me let me Google that real quick. I'm um, pretty sure the Colts were one and one. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe, maybe you I'm are. Who did the Saints play in the Super Bowl? Uh, which one? The only, the most recent one. Um, the shit. Saints that beat Brett Favre and the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. They played. I, well, I think it might have been the Colts. Yeah, uh, yeah, because Peyton threw an interception at the end of the game for a pick six. That's right. Peyton was one and two with the Colts. You might be right. Look at you go. This is why we bring you on. <laughs> oh, you should have Mika on. He'd be telling you what fucking high school Peyton Manning went to. Um, so yeah, 2007 was the year they won. Oh, okay. Two. You were right. You're right, man. You, you were right. You were right on. Um, two Super Bowls right. for Peyton Manning, one and one. So he did make it to three total, um, which is a pretty damn good run, uh, especially with two different teams. But yeah, man, I mean, it wasn't until he won Super Bowl 50 no, that everybody was four. like, huh? He made it to four Super Bowls in his career. Oh shit, dude! I keep forgetting, and you do. Do you know we why? Because I have PTSD. I have PTSD. <laughs> I just, I just forgot about it. Uh, Super Bowl forty-eight, uh, the Super Bowl that never happened. <laughs> oh, brother, the, that dude, was, was horrible. The first snap, it was over. That's how bad it was. It was the, it was the coin flip when Joe Namath flipped the coin before the ref could talk, and the ref grabbed it midair. That was the joke. Oh, shit, dude. I forgot about There were so much terrible things that happened in the game. I forgot oh. about the fucked up oh. coin flip. I never had a grudge on Joe Namath until that day. I, yeah. was like, uh, I was like Ben Stiller at the end of Dodgeball. I was like, <laughs> fucking Chuck Norris. Like, I could not stand Joe Namath to this day because of that. Oh, shit. My phone is something happened in sports ESPN. I thought I had my phone on fucking silent. Nope. Um, but yeah, dude, Joe Namath, there's not too much to hate him about, aside from the time uh, he tried to kiss that sideline reporter. What was her name? Fucking. Oh, you can't do that these days. You can't. And this was, this was like around the... the time when it wasn't as bad as it was today. But uh, yeah, he definitely oh, yeah. did that. I think it was well, Lisa Salters. Days, no. The, the host of Family Feud would go up and kiss your wife, give her a little fucking boob squeeze, tap her on the button, like, right, give me the number one answer. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Get back to it. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, man. Things, Terrible. Have, things have changed. We're moving up in the world, you know? Yeah. Um, back yeah. to this game, though. We've already – look how quick we, quickly we digress there. Um, well, I'll go off the rails. Did you know there was a power outage in this game? Did you watch enough of it to see that happen? That was probably the part where it glitched on my laptop from the stream and some big titty anime girl popped up. So, no, I did not see that part. Oh, man. So, yeah, I guess between the third and fourth quarter, uh, there was a 20-minute delay at Tom Benson Stadium uh, because the power went out. It's like uh, the Super Bowl between the Harbaugh brothers. I didn't watch it. The Super Bowl between the Harbaugh brothers? I did not. I was overseas with the military, and I I was so upset about the Broncos losing. Oh, that makes sense. I thought they you just didn't even want to watch it, because I thought they were always pretty good about making sure you guys get to watch the the games. 
Oh, we that was the year Peyton first year with the Broncos and on Armed Forces Network is the only channel you get over there. Mm. Uh, they'd have every Bronco game on every Sunday, but I was so bitter about the Broncos losing to the Ravens. When it came time for that Super Bowl, I fell asleep at like six o'clock at night. My buddy, you know, Super Bowl starts at three in the morning, and my buddy shakes me. He's like, "You want to watch Super Bowl? Nope, fuck that game." And I did not watch that game. I woke up with my headphone cord around my neck. I was like, "Oh my god, I could have died." <laughs> I, I tried to kill myself in my sleep. But <laughs> I was so mad about the Ravens, dude. I, I don't want to talk about the 2012 Broncos. I I no. went I went to that game with my brother. Oh. Um, I know a lot of people that went to that game. Said the beers were freezing in their hands. They were freezing. Yeah, my feet. I wore uh, Chucks, um, which was not the proper shoes to be wearing at a game where I think it was like negative fourteen with a wind chill or some shit like that. Uh, my, oh my feet God. were so frozen. Um, it was right before the the Ravens got the ball back, and I told my bro, I was like, "Dude, I want to stay here so bad. This game's over." let's fucking go walk to the car. Like I literally could not feel my feet. I was pretty sure I had like some form of, you know, frostbite on my toes. We start Jeez, walking right. to the car. Cause I'm like, dude, the game's going to be over by the time we get to the car. We can just fucking drive and listen to the, the post game, start walking. And then next thing, you know, <laughs> fucking Joe Flacco. Done. Game yeah. Over. Yeah. Raheem, the dream more dreamt uh, on the field apparently while he was playing and uh it was jacoby jones wasn't it if i'm not mistaken jacoby jones over the top yep. and me and my brother yep. begrudgingly immediately turned around and walked back to our seats and sat there till the end of that game i've never been more sad at a football game in my fucking life dude, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that game ended for me at nine o'clock in the morning in the middle east so uh, that's crazy you know, shout out Shout shout out your Vietnam swamp boot feet. Um, and uh, <laughs> thank you. That sucks. But but I didn't know the Hall of Fame game had a electrical outage. I you know I didn't honestly. I fell asleep on my couch and I woke up and I saw the score and I was like, wait, Cleveland or yeah, the Jets were up. And then I woke up and Cleveland won. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll fill you in as to why uh, the Browns may have found a little bit of a diamond in the rough with fifth round pick Dorian Thompson Robinson. Comes in in the second half, rallied the Browns with two touchdowns, throwing a 22-yard touchdown pass with nine minutes and 33 seconds left to put the Browns ahead. He also threw a lead block on a run that ended up opening up a 10-yard touchdown run. So, uh, wow. yeah, they might be already ready to go, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, and if he can handle staying away from massage tables. So, I mean, yeah, we talked about on our podcast how you like the – he liked the baby yoga form, and that's when you lay on your back and you uh, grab the the bottom of your feet and uh-huh. lean back as far as you can. And then he would tell the girl, "All right, just just rub my gooch right there, right? <laughs> yep, right that that little skin. Yep, uh, that's where yeah. God sewed you together." <laughs> <laughs> Holy! That's why it feels shit. so good. This is the last place you God know, touched I always- you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. Well, this is a good start to this show. (laughs) I always wondered if my foreskin is in heaven missing me. Um, Uh, It could be. Some of us didn't have a choice in that, and it wasn't even due to religion, but, you know. But honestly, (laughs) Mazel Tov. Exactly. The problem is, is the Browns are never going to bench Deshaun Watson. With that money, they're like, oh, you're, I don't care if your neck is barely hanging on your shoulders. Like, you're going out there. 
no matter what. Like, they owe him a lot of money. They're going to get everything out of him. Even if he sucks, they're going to be like, nope, you're starting. Yeah, and it's just like, the, I mean, proof in the pudding is the fact that they paid him a million dollars that first season so that he could only be fined off of that amount for the year on his salary. The Browns knew what they were doing, man. <laughs> All the way from the start. Yeah, that's too that's way too much money for an alleged rapist. Like that's that's just too much. And then money, I even man. mentioned I'm like not. after the fact, like seven more girls came out after they wrapped everything up and were like, Yeah, he did it to me too. <laughs> it's just like holy Yeah, but shit, my problem dude. was is I mentioned on the the episode that we did it on our podcast, I kept saying like one girl was like, Well, I went back like three times, like why'd you and it happened the first time and you went back? You know what it is, is you know, everyone's got a price. Everyone's <laughs> got a price. That is very it's true. Just, it is what it is, but then to come out and be like, "Oh, well, he did this." Like, yeah, but you went back, not once, not twice. That's yeah, not like and I think James that's why there were there not were three, not uh, four, <laughs> not five, not six, not seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that is why there was like a lot of like wrenches thrown in that whole thing is because there was just so many. But yeah, I mean, Cleveland. If you look at them at just like the base level, that's a, a good fucking football team, man. It's just they got to yeah. put it all together. Uh, so, I guess I'll go a little off the rails. I was talking to my coworker about fantasy, and he was placing bets, getting ready for the season. Big Broncos fan. And I said, who do you have in the Super Bowl? That's right. I'm not He goes, yeah, that's right. We tried. <laughs> um, he, wa- he wasn't sure about AFC, but he goes, I've got the Lions in the Super Bowl. Excuse me? Goes, yeah, I got the Lions in the Super Bowl. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. He goes, no. They were so close to winning so many games. They just have to make a run in the playoffs. It could happen. He's like, the Denver Nuggets just won a championship after 47 years. You tell me the Lions can't do it? I'm like, dude, Jared Goff. But when's the last time? And I'll ask you, Chris. When's the last time you sat down and watched an entire Lions game? I will tell you this. It was last year, and it's because I uh, picked up Amon St. Ra, or what's his name? Amon St. Ra Brown. Is that his whole fucking yeah, name? Yeah, butchered that one. You butchered that one. What is it? I don't know. I'm not reading it, but I... I I'm not reading it, it right either. Here. I just fucking threw it out there. I thought that was, that was his fucking name. You Amon listen to my podcast. When I'm reading an article, I fumbled What did words, I say? Man. What did I say? I said, Amon... It's Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon St. Like, Ra Brown. <laughs> Amon Ahul Lachabar Masad Ray Brown. I don't know. Okay. Either um, way, I, I watched uh, <laughs> at least one game last year because that dude won me some so many games, um, especially off the waiver wire, which we'll get into fantasy a little bit here uh, at the end of uh, NFL. But uh, yeah, that I, I actually did watch a uh, Lions game last year. Now, not to mention they were on Hard Knocks, which that always, you kind of, if you watch a whole Hard Knocks season, you kind of feel a little bit like, you know, attached to the team somewhat, you know? You know, last year, it was the first time I was going to go watch Hard Knocks, but I had to use, like, my phone. And then I went to, like, I was like, well, I bet you I could, like, stream it, right? Because I don't have cable yet. And then I found the video, but it was, I think it was a porno, because some guy <laughs> walked in with two girls in a room. It was weird. I was yeah, like, this, this is, is not the Hard Knocks. This is not. Then I realized that, yeah, I realized Knock started with a C and there was no N. I was like, ah! I didn't catch that part. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that'll no. do it. <laughs> I've never watched Hard Knocks. Um, you haven't? Then I started. No, I've never watched it. Oh man, you gotta check it out. It's good, man. It gets you on, especially in a team that you don't give a shit about. Um, it'll get you a little bit involved with them. I'm like, oh shit, man. Who knew I'd like hmm. Jared Goff this much? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and again, can the Lions make a run this year? That's my question to the NFL. Like for the last two years since the Broncos have sucked, I'm like, I'm not fully invested. But then I started, after he said Lions are going to the Super Bowl, I started looking. I was reading the games from last year. I'm like, you know, that might be a legit squad. And then I saw their roster now, and I'm like, it's most of the same team. That's how you build, and who knows? Maybe the Lions pull some kind of miracle off. I don't think they'll make it to the Super Bowl, but I would put – I think it'd be easy money to put a futures bet on the Lions to make it to the playoffs. And – once you get to the playoffs, man, anything can happen. But uh, we talked about it last week on the pod. Uh, Jalen Hurts' lock screen on his phone is him walking off the football field after losing the Super Bowl. So that dude's oh, obviously – like a healthy reminder. Yeah, that dude's looking at that every day like that ain't happening again. So the NFC, um, I mean, it is wide open aside from, like, you know, the Eagles for sure. It's not like the AFC where it's just, you know, a log jam of all these teams that are really fucking good. So I think they have like a the chance. AFC. Yeah, like the AFC. The AFC is just full of so many teams. It's like any given team literally could make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. I think in the NFC you have a lot more um, defined um, teams that are like, that's who's going to be there. It's like those four teams, you know what I mean? So. But with Green Bay losing Rodgers, that opens up another spot. So That's my thing is I think the Lions have a legit chance this year to win that division because the Bears are still building, and Minnesota is always going to be Minnesota as long as they have fucking Kirk Cousins. So the Lions have a chance to win the division. That locks it in. If they have a good record, they could potentially be like, you know, we get to host a wild card game, and then they get to host another game, and then – Depending on how it plays out, they could even host the NFC Championship. I'm not a Lions fan, but yeah. if you know me, you know me. I love an underdog story. <laughs> love them. Dude, hey, that, that's what we're looking at with the Broncos this year is a fucking underdog story. So, <laughs> But I'm right there See, with you. I'm like, all about it. The only reason why I can't like get excited about the Broncos is because they just let me down. It's like we sold our soul to the devil to win Super Bowl 50. And Dude. I've got all my friends that are just so like, like one of my friends that is a coworker, he's huge on the Broncos. He's like, I'm optimistic. I'm like, cool. You're a fat chick with a rape whistle. You're optimistic, but prove it to me. Yeah. That's my problem. Yeah. And the thing is, dude, like, um, I, I brought, I honestly thought about this earlier to bring up today, just talking or thinking about the Broncos and like the Super Bowl and stuff is did John Elway literally sell his soul to the devil to win Super Bowl 50? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because yeah. it feels yeah. like the Broncos have been fucking cursed ever since. So, um, you know, cursed, cursed, cursed is one thing. We're talking like voodoo doll level. Like every quarterback they got, they just made a fresh voodoo doll, and they're like, nah, stab that thing up. And like, it's just been the fact that the the crowd had to count down the play clock. That was like the biggest embarrassment I've seen in the NFL. Right next to Pac- Paxton Lynch crying on the sidelines in Oakland, California. Yeah. ah. (laughs) I think that's when we all knew we were fucked is when he was crying on the sidelines and like, should we all be crying too? (laughs) I cried just through different orifices in my body, but it was bullshit. (laughs) It was, and it's been bullshit. And then like you read in training camp, I guess we're on Broncos now. Um, Yeah. And this, yeah, it might be a Broncos heavy podcast guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Segway. Fuck you, Chad. You greedy fucks. My was bigger than both your Super Bowl parades. Okay? Yeah, no, if you bring that up, he's going to say there was a million strong at the. Uh, he actually did last time you were on. Said there was a million at um, the Kansas City Chiefs parade. I don't know. Yeah, and they were they were mostly just all the people from the entire country going there, not within the city. Yeah, it's like it's like when the Seahawks won, and it was like all of a sudden there's all these extra twelfth men out there. It's like, dude, you live in like Albuquerque. Why the hell are you a Seattle Seahawks fan? (laughs) Oh, that's what drives me nuts. And I'm gonna say it on the Fringe Fanatics podcast. Say it. If you live in Colorado. You've never been to California, and you're a Raiders fan. You either have a felony, or you just want to piss off the locals. Get yeah, uh, that's true. A lot of Mexican guys like the Raiders. I work with a lot of Mexican guys. Whoa, 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 I'm not whoa, lumping whoa, whoa. you in, but I'm just saying I feel whoa. like there is a lot of Mexican dudes who just like inherently like the Raiders. Well, you're not roping me in. I'm only half Mexican. I'm just saying <laughs> you're putting labels on it. I've met white dudes that are Raiders fans. I've met trans women men think whatever yeah that are raiders fans that's true they're they're just they're a different breed the black hole is full they're of everything <laughs> black hole full of butt pirates i can't stand them but the problem is is like for a while there that fate that rivalry between the broncos and raiders it faded away because we were so good at Peyton. and then the chiefs got involved and we couldn't beat the chiefs but if you look back i hope the broncos have beaten the the raiders in two or three years not once. No, dude. Uh, it's literally like I think they're on seven or eight times straight that they beat us. We can't beat anybody in the AFC West other than San. Well, I almost said San Diego. The LA Chargers. San Diego, LA. Yeah, whatever. same difference. Like they're they're always gonna be little brother. That's they're true. Always gonna be little brother. Always. <sighs> Except they've even got when they a had Ladani and Thomas, generational quarterback right now. <laughs> but what has he done? What has he Nothing done? Nothing yet, he, but he looks a hell of a lot better than our quarterbacks have. <laughs> Should have signed Josh Allen. Yeah, that was our biggest mistake. All right, well, let's. I've got a couple more things. I think maybe just one more thing we're going to talk about in the NFL, and it does have to do with the Chiefs. Um, there is rumblings out in um, whatever you're going to call the Washington Commanders now that multiple players are concerned with Eric Bieniemy's intensity during practice. Um, does this fall what? into yes? Does this fall into the issues he had with several players at Kansas City, as well as the rumblings of him being hard to deal with, and uh, it might be the reason as to why he has not received a head coaching job yet. Now, is that based on like just their opinion, or like is it really a strenuous workout? Because for me. You're a millionaire. You signed up. You made it this far. You should put up with anything. These college kids, I've watched CU, CU bus, go bus. Um, I've seen Coach Prime and all his coaches put them through some rigorous workouts. I don't hear complaining. So is it a money aspect? Like, hey, I made it. I don't have to work this hard. Or is it like really intense? That's where I come in there. Yeah, Don't and I agree. It. I just saw this was the headline. And I thought it was kind of funny since it was Chiefs thing, so we could go off on it. But I mean, is it really like how bad could it be at an NFL football practice? Yeah, because they have rules and regulations now where like you can only have so many padded days in training camp. Yeah. Uh, the quarterback wears a red jersey, can't get hit. So like, what is really happening? Is it so much that uh, Eric Bieniemy is 
being too hard on them or is it just the fact that like the coaches aren't controlling player interaction during training camp. I mean, that very well could be. Um, but there was rumblings in Kansas City that he was kind of an asshole. Uh, and then, like I said, a lot of the interviews he's had, I think the last four or five years, he's had head coaching interviews every single year at the end of the year, and it nothing pans out. So you start to wonder. <laughs> They're calling his references on his resume to some player. And he's like, he's a dick. He's mean. He yelled a lot. <laughs> he I mean, that, get out of my head room house to go to practice on a hundred degree day weather. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys used to have to do two a days. They don't even have to do that anymore. But I think basically what it came down to is like, he's like yelling a lot. He's being very demonstrative during practice. And there's some of these guys that just hasn't been the way it was out there in uh, Washington. So they're not too happy about it. But then there's been plenty of guys from Kansas City and shit that have come out and been like, Biennium is awesome, man. I, I fucking love playing for him. So who knows, man? But it's just one of those things. If, if, it's, if it's newsworthy for the NFL, it's got to mean something, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did you see, speaking of uh, Washington, did you see there was, oh, I, I don't know his name off my head. But he's a big activist for like Native Americans, indigenous people. Um, because if you look back in history, although the W word, the woke word, those people like forced him to change their name from Redskin. They're like, that's racist. But if you look at the history, like when they became the Washington Redskins, they designed the logo after a famous indigenous person. Uh-huh. They used to give tons of charity, they gave free tickets to Native Americans. Like they really put into it. Like we're not. You know, like it was a, it was a, Hey, we're putting them in the NFL. That's a big thing. Yeah. And I mean, being... now, but, but now some big native American activist guy is like, Hey, he took a letter and said, I've got so many signatures. You guys sold the team. We need to be the Redskins. You need to honor us. It's not racist. We're trying to honor the people. So yeah. They want to take the name back to Redskins, which I agree we're with taking if it back. History. Yeah, do it. I mean, you don't need to be the Red Tails. You don't need to be the Hogs. You yeah, need to be the Washington Redskins. I mean, being Native American myself, you know, um, at least enough to still be card carrying in America. So I'm still recognized God, by the God. government. So I at least have that God, going for I, me. I, I wish I was on camera right now because if you would have saw my reaction, like, say what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, a, I'm an eighth Native American Choctaw Chickasaw hailing out of Atoka, Oklahoma. I have been back My to the reservation, but I was like, <laughs> bounce, My wow, baby, wow. she's an outlaw. <laughs> yeah, dude, fucking Tim McGraw all the way. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Like, I'm kind of at this point where I'm like, if it's, and I've argued with Chad about this, dude, I give him so much shit about the chop. Anytime we're at the Broncos game and his all of his that, fucking cheese friends, and I'm like, you're a bunch of racists. <laughs> but they didn't invent it. They, they didn't. So technically, yeah, Chad and all you McDonald's wearing uniform weirdos. <laughs> fucking condiment uh, motherfucker. You stole the Atlanta Braves chant, which is semi-racist. Yeah. Uh, get, get your own style, man. Get that's true. Uh, but that's the yeah. thing, man. If it. He and I've given him shit about the Chiefs too. I'm like, yeah, but they're still it's like a Native American name and shit. And I just love giving Chad shit because that's you know the basis of our entire friendship. But um, but the Chiefs did the same thing, just as the Washington. Red yeah, they're they super. The they I think usually at the beginning of the year, I think they have one of the Chiefs of like the tribes in um, misery. 
um, come out and actually um, like, you know, bang the drum and get the season going and stuff. And they've always been super good about, and like you just said, the Redskins, the Braves, everybody's been super good about that. The Braves, I get like, it's the Braves, the Chiefs, it's the Chiefs. If it wasn't the Redskins and if it wasn't the Cleveland Indians with the fucking like obviously like borderline like oh, like an Indian version of blackface as the mascot like that kind of well, makes so it a little bit. Here's the thing: is I'll rebuttal that <laughs> That's even fair. that 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 Native American activist guy that, that wants the the Redskins name back. He said the reason why they said Redskins is there was a tribe, and I can't pronounce it, and I'll butcher it, and I don't want to do go, that. Yeah, fair um, enough. It's because when they used to go to combat, they would find, like, the red mud clay, and they'd rub it on their face, and then they would use it as camo to, like, yeah. go to combat. So like it's Arnold not, Schwarzenegger and Predator. Because, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hiding in the mud, and it's yeah, just his yeah. eyelids no, open, and he's, I'm like, right there with you. taking your scalp. So, yeah. It's not ra- It's not calling the color of skin. It's what they used to do in combat. It's yeah. not racist. It's the come on, man. Yeah, I know. Like, like, like to me, like calling Grogu from the Mandalorian Baby Yoda. That's fucking <laughs> that's racist. racist. That, shit that is racist. Off. That's a good point, Travis. I'm glad that we talked about really? Grogu. That guy has yeah. been, uh, you know, he's been taking advantage of a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm so sick of it. And the the the. The uh, the child protection services within they the intergalactic galaxy uh-huh. they're they're not involved and this this child is going through multiple parents and I'm sick of it. It's a I'm travesty. Sick of it. It's a it's a travesty. An emphasis on the Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but like, are are they talking about Star Wars? Yes, we are. Okay, wizards. Yeah, dude, we literally just jumped from racist Indian team names to Star Wars like that. (laughs) That's what I do. Um, But yeah, the idea of changing the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Guardians, and just, I don't know, all of this, like, uh, implementing a change because you don't like it without doing your research and reading, doing homework, like, you got to look at why they're that name. That's, I mean, that's totally fair, do. dude. And it's it's this is one of those situations where it's just like it just depends on who you're talking to about how the conversation can go. Um, <laughs> people like us who are like you know fairly open minded and try and look at both sides of the situation, we kind of get it, and it's just easy to get pigeonholed in a conversation with somebody that's in the you know the other um, what would you call it the other side of things, I guess. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy, and here we are. We've just we're talking about Eric Bieniemy, and now we're on the Chiefs and racism. So <laughs> it is what it is. It I can happen on fast on oh. fringe fanatics or fringe. That's right. The fringe knees circles podcast. I'll tell you what. I don't know who the Broncos are playing on Friday. I will tell you who they're playing. I have that written down. It is actually the Arizona Cardinals. So Vance Joseph, who returned to his former team that he was a head coach of, is now returning to his other former team that he was defensive coordinator of for the last three years. And that is at 8 p.m. on Friday night. So tune in to see uh, Russell Wilson probably play 15 to 20 snaps along with the rest of the first teamers. So we'll see how that goes. I'm pretty sure it's 6 o'clock mountain time. You may be right. I just looked on the internet earlier, and I just always assume it's mountain time because I'm very uh, self-centered. So, 
I will die on that hill. Mountain time is the best time to watch sports because you get everything true. without being tired and get ready to go to work. Yes, sir. Um, before we move on, uh, and then we're going to try and fly through these next things to get you out of here in under an hour because oh, we're good. cruising right you're towards fine. it. Um, you and Chad go off for like an hour and a half. I'll open that video. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I know. I really need to start putting in timestamps, but I'm just kind of like, nah, you could just kind of figure it out. <laughs> You're going to sit down and you're going to like that food. Eat your peas. Exactly. Yeah. It's tough, dude. There's just so much to talk about. It's hard to, I mean, I was surprised when we were getting them done in under two hours when we first started. I was like, dude, we could be talking forever. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. When you asked me to come on, I was like, and he's come out. Chris is over here texting me, guys. Come out. (laughs) I'll make it short. I won't hold you up. It's going to be 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, and you want me to drink? Good luck shutting me up. Yeah, exactly. And here we are sitting at 40 minutes, and we haven't even gotten through the NFL. So let us move on uh, to the Fantasy League real quick. I do want to talk to you. Me and you are the bookends of this league. I was bummed when I hit the uh, randomizer button, and I was first because picking first, while everybody thinks it's awesome, it kind of sucks. It's not. Because I have to wait till like, uh, what is it, 20? No. Yeah, 20 or 19 picks, basically, before I get a pick again. So you get a double down, which is nice. But it also sucks because then you have to wait 20 picks to double down again. So Yeah, and I don't like that. I saw that, and I'm like, no, this is rigged. This is ridiculous. Like, I signed up, and then nobody told me there was money involved. All of a sudden, it's, yeah, guys got to pay in this much before it starts. I'm like, excuse me? Uh, I guess guess we – I just – I figure everybody just assumes it's for money. We probably yeah, see, should like, have implied that, that. <laughs> but we're just like, yeah, yeah. everybody knows. Did you see the story of the gentleman that lost his fantasy league and the the loser had to travel on seven different flights within 72 hours or like 48 hours or something like that. And the guy wore a shirt that said, ask me about my fantasy league. And he was just going from state to state to state to state, getting on planes. Just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Dude, that tells me that those people have way too much um, just money, money to burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who the who paid for those flights? Did he have to pay for them? Because if he had to pay for those flights, dude, that I don't know what it costs to get into that fantasy league. I hope it's only like twenty bucks, yeah. and then if you lose, no you thanks. have to spend like ten thousand dollars for losing. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine your coworker comes up and is like, "Hey, you want to join my fantasy league?" Sure. All right, great. I just need ten grand down right now, and then when we finish out, it's another five. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. If you lose, oh, yeah, you're going on a transcendental fight. Yeah. Oh, and the winner gets to have dinner with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Like, <laughs> okay, he's eating <laughs> through a straw. He's old, but you'll have fun. Yeah, exactly. And it's he's full of good stories too. You know. No, oh, yeah, if you can understand it, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I saw somebody in I, – I know the uh, text thread blew up today but because um, my nephew Alex was asking about trading picks. He has to go and muck everything up. Uh, but um, we were talking about our uh, penalty for losing. Have you got any ideas for what should happen if you lose? Uh, okay. I have it. I didn't want to announce it just yet. Well, you don't have to. No, I'm going to announce it live here because the text threaders need to pay attention. They need to listen to the show. 
Does this mean I get to set it, or is this just my opinion? This is let just this is just your Come on, opinion. Let me set it. You don't okay. get to just set okay. it. I don't have that authority. Me and Chad have to for d- a, democratically for agree. For a week, whatever social media is your primary with all your family, Facebook, Instagram, I don't care. You okay. have to wear little little Daisy Duke shorts, cowboy boots with fishnets, and then like a little crop top and a cowboy hat. And you got to do the little hand on the front bumper of your car with your back foot kicked up, looking at your heel. So your butt cheeks are hanging out. Oh. And then the caption has to say, I suck at fantasy football. I mean, that's fair. I'll do that this weekend just for fun. Um, so but I don't know. It's a good one. Picture for a week. For a week. A picture for a week. A week. I'm not scared of that. So I don't know. I'm and that's the thing that. too, is like <laughs> crazy tattoos, dude, I've got stupid tattoos out the wazoo. Um, so like it's tough. We got to figure something out that someone's really not going to want to do. I don't know what that's going to be. I got tattoos, but I'm I'm just scared of wearing Daisy Duke shorts. That's my because I got a oh well right now like, real quick. But before we digress, what's your worst tattoo? Um, is it a bad one that you purposely got, or is it just bad because it was bad? I was like 15, and I was drawing uh, 303. But I couldn't get it to match right in some stupid tribal lettering. Yeah. And my buddy in high school was like, hey, I can do that for you. And it was terrible. It almost matches up. And it's got some little flames above it. Back of my neck. I fucking hate that tattoo. That does not sound like a good tattoo. But um, I would tell you mine. But it's, well, I will tell you mine. My parents haven't seen it. Uh, they are going to hear about it right now. Um, I have my hand. Let's go. Uh, holding up the devil horns and each of the fingers on my hand are penises <laughs> and it says rock hard <laughs> that's the thing dude like you can't make me get a terrible tattoo i've already got them man and now my mom oh. my mom is literally going to find out about this as she listens to the episode so i can't wait to show her that in a week or two <laughs> that's awesome shout out mom you rock yeah. And apparently your son has rock hard tattooed with some penises on his hand. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's a proud mom. Yeah, she is. She loves mom. me. I've I've done my she best to make her proud. Boy. Um <laughs> he's an entrepreneur, he has a podcast, he runs a band and Yeah. Penis hands. Penis hands. Yeah, Edward Penis Chris hands. Chris Zane, aka Penis Hands. Edward so yeah, penis we can't hands. do tattoos. I've got terrible tattoos. <laughs> we gotta come up with some good is what I'm saying. Uh no, I'm not getting a tattoo. If you if you say tattoo for last in the league, I'm out. I, I won't do it. Come on, tattooing man. my no tattooing myself is this is a piece dude. Of you, art here's here's what you can do. You, you can you can black it out, or you can get it lasered nope. off. I've had tattoos lasered off. It's not fun, but it's no. it is what it is. No, the only time I laser off is at a rave in a crowd. They don't know my zipper is open. Oh, why'd you stop? <sighs> Sorry, because we need to move on to the NBA because we got to hit the NBA and then the MLB and then okay. we're going to get you out of here. Tattoos out of the question. Tattoos are out of the question. All right, well, so we have some discussion to do in the text thread for the Fantasy League. Let's move on to the NBA right now. I forgot to hit the uh, headline thing for NFL, so let's hit the NBA one, uh, and it's going to be a little bit. Take it off. I'm burning. I'm burning.
All right. We're moving into the NBA. Travis, the Los Angeles the Lakers. Nuggets are championships. What? The Nuggets championships. Oh, yeah. The, the Nuggets, Nuggets are NBA champions. champions. Don't forget that. Uh, um, okay, go on. The Los Angeles Lakers yeah. have agreed to terms with forward Anthony Davis for a three-year, $186 million maximum contract extension, tying to the franchise through 2028 for a total of $270 million, according to Clutch Sports CEO Rich Paul. How do you feel I about would it? Rather pay, I would rather pay for a $100 per song lap dance. No way would I pay that. The guy's always hurt or he underperforms. Oh, but he won the bubble championship. Big whoop. What have the Lakers done since the bubble? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Not a damn thing. They got they swept. Bring out the yeah, booms. And, and even despite the swept, the sweep. <laughs> the swept, I like it. Say it like it's past tense. It's it's already happened, you know? <laughs> Terrible. Um, they've done nothing. I'm sorry. The Lakers are just... Now, for Mike Malone during the parade, and they're like, like when Vic Lombardi was like, the Nuggets or the Lakers' daddy, Mike Malone. I was like, dude, you shouldn't say that because this is our only chip. Like, well, it turns out you off. have previous beef with Vic Lombardi, right? No, no, uh, I don't have. I don't have beef. Vic's one of my boys. Oh, he I thought cool. was um, he, I thought it was you that said you called him out on Insta or on Twitter or something. I Maybe called out. I called out DMAC because apparently he went to tweet about the Nuggets a couple of years ago, and instead of the word Nuggets, it was oh that dude that was a plural. whole thing yeah yeah he yeah. inverted it and he I inverted called it hard and then uh, I called he him had... out because he was like he said it was a predictive text I'm like well your phone has to learn that word DMAC <laughs> yeah and he like blocked <laughs> me and I was like yo what hold up yeah that turned into a whole yeah. thing I remember they had to like have some guy like a some guy that was big in the uh, ACLU community come in that was like a black, um, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, big in the black community come in and like talk to DMAC about like how that was, you know, bad for the Not community cool. and shit. <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah, definitely he, fucked up. Yeah, he fucked up because the fact that they kept him employed, I was kind of shocked. And I know quite a bit of like local, uh, sports media people and they're really good people man but to see that it was like you almost get the backstory of someone but i digress i don't want to talk about him um what were we talking about <laughs> uh, anthony davis which we don't really need to talk about much oh, longer uh it sucks uh, i don't really yeah paying him that much money the dude's hurt all the time and then and again, LeBron, what has he done yeah not much and lebron lebron's at the end of his career i'm sorry lebron is only staying with the lakers to milk the money, all the endorsements, be in Hollywood. As soon as his son enters the NBA, which is what? not This is Bronny. He goes by Bronny. Uh, this is his freshman year with USC, I believe, or UCLA. I want to say it's USC. And then Bronny has to play one more year, and then he can enter the NBA. I think you have to play two years in college. Unless you go to the um, Euro League or play somewhere over there. And I could see him doing it because his dad comes. I mean, his dad's the number one superstar in the NBA, so of course he's got the money to just enter the Euro League, develop, and then come to the NBA. Whatever team he goes to, and I bet you it's going to be either the Charlotte Hornets or the Washington Wizards. 
Bronny will go to that team. LeBron will follow him. Probably. I'm going to, we're going to have to take a quick break. I have to pee. I'm about to piss my pants. So hold on just a second. I'll be right back. Hold, please. What the audience doesn't know about Chris is she has to sit down to pee. His, his, uh, his back's not working out so well. So he has to sit down. And unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Sometimes he accidentally hits his bidet. Hits him right in the tip. And it's not a good feeling when you have instant water hitting that thing. It sucks. But fortunately, he's gotten used to it. He remembers to tuck it in, wipe properly, and then return to the podcast. There's a slight intermission for y'all. <laughs> and I hope he listens to the recording when he comes back and he's like, what the I'm fuck? Coming here I come! <laughs> oh my God! Please tell me you kept recording the whole time. Oh, I did. I'll see if I leave that oh, in or I not. Can't, I, you have to leave that in. That is the. It's just gonna thing. cut to like an empty seat of me. Uh, normally, I can cut to Chad and he keeps talking, but I didn't want to put you on the oh, I kept on the talking. hook like that. Oh, I kept talking. Don't good. Worry about that. I'm gonna leave it in then. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you have a bidet. I don't have a bidet. That was just me peeing. If that was, if you heard that. Then that was just my strong stream. Stop lying to the people. Even I have a bidet. <laughs> I have an, I have a bidet at home. And let me ask you this. Do you not hate pooping anywhere other than your house? Um, I don't give a shit. I'm actually I you know, I'm taking a shit and I don't give a shit. Like wherever I'm at, whatever. Now if the bathroom's filthy and I feel bad because my the bottom of my Jordans are getting nasty, yeah. But no. Nah. No, I'll, I'll take a shit anywhere, man. I know, but I, I just always I'll, am like, I would rather go home and use the bidet, you know? <laughs> like, so there'd be times well, I might yeah, think course. about holding it, you know? Well, they make these travel size dude wipes to keep in your wallet. Amazing. They just actually, amazing. I don't know what kind of bidet you have. I have a tushy, and it came with a travel tushy, which is basically just like a little rubber accordion thing with like a fucking spout at the end that you suck up water with and then blast at your booty hole. <laughs> Have you not seen that? Wow. I've bought a whole uh, Tushy Mobile. Yeah, basically. It's, yeah, tu- it's Tushy Mobile. That. That's a... <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take tushy a picture mobile. of it and send it to you. I've never used it because I always thought, like, I feel like no matter where you squirt that, you're going to get it on your hand. You know what I mean? That's what she said. <laughs> but um. Okay, so so we got to talk about Vladko. Yeah, let's talk about Vladko, dude, because this is a little bit of a bummer, especially after losing Jeff Green this summer to free agency. The Nuggets lose uh, Vladko Chanchar, uh, suffered a torn ACL in his left knee while playing for Slovenia in the uh, World Cup preparation game Friday. This is just a huge bummer, and this is why I was really um, excited when uh, Jokic said he wasn't going to play because uh, it's it, you just never know, man. And it worries me about Murray playing for Canada. Uh, so we'll, well see what happens. Well, that was the thing. I, I, I want to rebuttal off that. I saw an article today that even Jamal Murray to this day has said, nah, I'm not going to be there, and I don't even know if I'm going to play for the team. And I don't blame him because he's coming off an ACL injury plus a championship. 
why would you want to risk any of that? Not at all. Yeah. Not to mention one of the longest ACL recoveries that I can remember. Um, so I, I, I wasn't, I heard that there was rumblings that he might not play for Canada, but I hope he Good. doesn't take the time off, dude. You sure. already played a really long ass NBA season. Like why risk it? And it's case in point. Look at Vladko who with yep. the loss of Jeff green would have had a chance to be a very uh, big rotational player coming off the bench. And now he's done for the year. So what are you going to do there? Yeah. I mean, you still have Deandre Jordan, but he's older. So he's still a bench player. Um, I feel like you got to go pick someone up unless you're willing to play Deandre Jordan and a rookie, and oh, who's that white boy from the summer league? He was really uh, good. Hunter Tyson. Thank he, you. You're right. Um, he could be a legitimate you could, option yeah, to, you could to give, slide in you that could role. Give them, yep, 50-50 minutes. Between him and DeAndre Jordan, you could pull that off. Oh. Now, some nights you're going to have to ask the kid to pull up some more because DeAndre's old, but I think he could pull it off. Yeah, and if not, I mean, there's also Peyton Watson who did have some good minutes last year, and does seem like he's. And I love me some Peyton Watson, man. That kid is cold. That I'm glad you brought him up. That kid is cold, man. I like him. He's as cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice our love. (laughs) Is it I love or I know? Uh, I think it's willing to sacrifice our love, but I don't know for sure. I'd have to Google it. I'm a. I like to just make up my own lyrics if I don't know them. You know. <laughs> I don't blame you. Every song cricket. becomes your own at that point. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Yeah. It sucks for Vladko, man. But I think the Nuggets are going to be all right. I don't have them winning the championship again. I just don't see it happening. The fact that we barely like well, we didn't barely win this, but it took 47 years. I just don't see a back to back. But they're going to make a run for their money. They're definitely going to do it. I don't know, man. I mean, the the starting five, the core there, um, I don't really see who's going to do it in the West. I mean, aside from maybe Oklahoma, man, uh, with Chet Holmgren coming back and Shy Gilgis-Alexander, dude, Oklahoma's going to be serious next year. Um, but I mean, the thing I always reference is the Nuggets are in the West. It's going to yeah. be tough. The fact that the Warriors play the Lakers, we kind of avoided that. It. Nope. But I still think nope. the hardest one, man, like it just it doesn't always play in your favor. So I'm not expect I'm expecting to make a run, but I don't see him winning back to back. And yeah. I'm okay with that. I just wanted one. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you, dude. One's all it takes. And we're in a dynasty area uh, area. We're in a dynasty era, so if it's not this year, it could very easily be next year, especially with some of the guys they picked up who all like I think two of them were um some of the best players in the summer league with Hunter Tyson being the best. And then what's his name? Julian yeah. Strother. Is it Julian Strother? Yeah. You got Julian Strother, um, Hunter Tyson, and then Peyton Watson. Like you, you're building a core. Yeah. I love it. I and love they're, it. they've been really it. good at drafting. Uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Calvin Booth's been doing a hell of a job with all of these free agency moves and, and drafting. So we'll see what happens. Let's move into though the MLB. We got a quick uh, soundbite for that. So as soon as you hear me, we will be back, Travis. Give us just a second. Oh, I know it's come out. Juvenile delinquent in the offseason in his major league debut. I'm going to light your ass up, me. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. 
That's right. He tried the corner and missed. That is a sound bite from Major League the movie, which if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. One of the best baseball movies of all time. Uh, and the announcer in that uh, movie is actually, I think he was an announcer for, I thought it was uh, the Milwaukee Brewers was the guy who was the announcer in the Cleveland Indians. I can't remember the guy's name. But I couldn't tell you. You couldn't tell me? Well, I th- what are you good for? <laughs> I mean, I don't know a lot of uh, baseball knowledge. Okay, so baseball is not your fan. thing. I don't know this shit. Yeah, if you're a Rockies fan, you don't know much about anything other than getting swept in the World Series <laughs> in 2007 after one of Thanks. the greatest wow. runs to the World Series in recent memory, actually. So we all yeah, remember Rocktober. That was uh, childhood trauma. That did suck, man. <laughs> I just remember being so happy. Like, they're in the World Series. And then game one, game two, wah, game wah, three, wah, wah. game four, swept at home. Like, all right, well, see you later. <laughs> Big gulps, <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. Did you know that scene is scripted or not scripted? Uh, that doesn't surprise me because why would you script that? Those, it makes no sense, those- really. <laughs> Those two black guys just happened to be in the area. They bought big gulps and they were standing outside the store. And they just like, all right, film it. And then Jim Carrey walked out. I was like, hey, fellas, big gulps, huh? <laughs> well, see you later. Well, see you later. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much defined our childhood at this point. Um, right. I can't even um, tell you how many times I've seen uh, Dumb and Dumber. Do but, we get to talk about the guy getting knocked the fuck out? I we, did see that. We will. We're going to talk about one thing before that, um, and that is um, the Orioles play-by-play announcer, which we briefly talked about before we started going. Uh, broadcaster oh, yeah. Kevin Brown reportedly was removed um, from broadcast after he made a reference to Baltimore's lack of success against the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field uh, in previous Whoa. years. I think he provided some stats saying they haven't won there, like won a series there since like 2015 or something like that. Well, apparently he set up or he upset the uh, franchise and the owners because they basically uh, just told him, you're not going to be announcing games for us anymore after you uh, badmouthed us like that, speaking the truth. What? So... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So this guy tells the truth like, hey, these guys ain't won shit in yeah. almost eight years, ten years, and you're going to be like, nah. Well, first off, does he work directly with the Orioles, or is he on a radio? No, he works for the Orioles broadcast like uh AT&T Sportsnet, like how the, yeah, what's his name? Drew Goodman. He's like Drew Goodman for the Rockies, but for the Orioles. Um, so it is the hometown broadcast. But all he did was provide literal just stats of the fact that they have not won there since 2015. They haven't won a series since 2015. They haven't won something since, like, I forget what it was. You go and watch the video, and you're like, what the fuck did he get fired for? And then you find out it's just because he talked bad about the team, but truthfully. So, nobody's safe anymore. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like the Monfords firing uh, the guy you just mentioned. I forget his name. Uh, Drew Goodmore. Uh, did I get that right? Goodmore? Goodman. Goodman. Drew Goodman. Goodman. Thank you. That's like them fire when he's like, all right, and the Yankees have beaten the Rockies 10 times in a row. Six like, to blah, four. Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we yeah, got to let you like, go. <laughs> like, oh, I just addressed the elephant in the room, and you didn't like that, Mr. Rich yeah. fan who can't put a team together? 
Yeah. Come on. And the Orioles have been ass. They're so bad. They really have bad been bad, the, but uh, Oakland Athletics. The, the thing is, though, is that they've been good recently, and they've been on an uptick this year, especially. I think they are leading. I'll have to. We're going to run through the uh, uh, standings real quick of just uh, each division. But uh, are the Orioles winning their division? I, I got to look. Chad's normally the one in charge of that, and I'm just flying by the seat of my pants over here. But um, Chad at? He had to go back to Kansas City. Um, his uh, ladies' family is dealing with some. Tone sounds bad. What? <laughs> I love how the tone of your voice sounds disappointing <laughs> to have to go back to Kansas City. Nobody wants to go to Kansas City. The Chiefs don't want to be in Kansas no. City. They love to be anywhere else. But um, his lady's family is from Kansas City, and they're going through some like health issues with her dad, which is a real okay. big bummer. Okay. So we can't joke about that. As, you no, know, you're fine. You're fine. You didn't know. Um, but that is a little bit of a serious situation. So they are going back there to hang out with uh, family and stuff. But uh, we get to hang out hey, with you, which out. is nice. Shout out Chad's dad. It's uh, Hannah's dad. Um, oh, okay. Chad's okay. dad's, although well, shout out away. Mark. Mark's a good dude. He's got an archery service. Mark Martin's archery. Uh, he's got everything you need for archery. That'd be our uh, plug for the day. Mark Martin Archery. Go visit them and all get right, yourself right, a right. get yourself a bow and arrow to go shoot whatever you need. Um, what was I going to Google? <laughs> I was googling something. Um, fuck! What were we just talking about? Oh man! Uh, That's a good question. Come on! Shit! Uh, it was something about the Rockies and then the Orioles and something. Oh yeah, you were looking up the standings. There oh shit! Oh god damn it! We are. F- fucking failing here i had this pulled up and it's not there anymore so let me um duplicate this tab and then go back to this one and then we'll get to the mlb and then we will get to the standings let me tell you where the orioles are they are in first in the east so um, all right orioles are doing good so we've got that going for them and then we'll run down the rest of the standings at the end of the mlb but right now we are talking about the orioles announcer getting fired for speaking the truth which what are you supposed to do nowadays I, apparently you can't speak your mind apparently <laughs> that's not a thing anymore because i'm sorry but if if i worked for a company and it was shit like yeah you're in the meeting with all the team and they're like how are we doing guys and you want to be like Y'all suck. You're not fun. I don't like this. This is not fun. You're still paying me. I still show <laughs> yeah. up, but um, this isn't fun. Do oh, you, I'm going to tell the world. Do you know how hard it is to be positive when all you do is lose? <laughs> That's how I feel about all the Rockies announcers. Like, Just could imagine trying to show up every day and be like, well, I got to act positive about today, but uh, we're probably going to lose, so Man, I don't know how to I do that. to watch Rockies games, they would end it. They were like, and that game, the uh, Cleveland Indians. Win it, fourteen to three. Against the the Guardians. Back dude. to you, Drew. The Guardians like, oh, now. Guardians, whatever. <laughs> but and you'd be like, ah, oh, at least he was optimistic about the whole announcement. That's cool. And then they show Dinger, and you're like, yay, new Barney. And it's all right, but uh, I don't feel bad being a Rockies fan because it could be an Oakland A's fan, and those guys are bad. So they bad. are on pace to be the worst team in MLB history, breaking a lot of really? records. I think so. I think they possibly might lose the most games um, ever. We'll see what happens. Um, there's still like, what, wow. a quarter of the season left at this point. Um, but yeah, they're going to move worst to Las Vegas. Worst team in baseball history. 
Possibly. Wow. And it, when you talk about baseball history, I mean, you're going back to like 1890. That's when they started recording stats in baseball, which is what's so crazy about yeah. it. <laughs> you're wow. literally going back generations. But anyways. Give me a favor. Yes. Um, if, there's, if there's baseball on, there's got to be farm league on, right? Um, I mean, Where I was that before MLB. Farm league as in like their, the farm systems? I just want you to Google who has a better record or who ended with a better record, the New Mexico isotopes or the Oakland A's. Well, the the funny thing is you bring that up. Um, the Oakland A's are averaging less than some of the best triple A teams in terms of a, attendance. So, um, Oh God. And those guys play in like college stadiums and like rec yeah. stadiums. Who do we shit? have in Colorado? We have the Grand Junction Salmons or some shit like that. Uh, shit, what are they? Dude? I know they're in Grand Junction. They yeah. might even be the Colorado Rockies. It's <laughs> it's the Grand Junction something. Um, fuck. I remember they had a they had a controversial name, and people are like, "All right, all right, we're gonna stop being this name." And I can't tell you what it oh, is. Oh, right now they're the Jackalopes. I don't know what they were before, right. but. They're a non-existent creature, which everybody likes to make crazy taxidermy of and just pretend it's a real thing. So that's they're that's like them. a platypus. It's a duck beaver that's poisonous and can swim underwater. <laughs> I don't get it. Basically, the platypus was God's version of taxidermy. He's just like, I'm just going to stick this here and that there, yeah. and then it's going to have a and beak. It lays it's going to lay eggs, it and it's going to be poisonous. So what are you going to do? You know, and it's a mammal. One, Don't forget about that. <laughs> it is a mammal. What is that? Is what the hell is? What does that, that even mean? <laughs> it's, it's me, and that's my that's my uh, what do they call that a spirit animal? The platypus. You're a platypus. I plan on getting a. I'm gonna get a platypus tattooed on my thigh. People are like, why? Like, well, how many the right there is your. Uh, I think that's what it needs to be. I think everybody needs to have a personalized. Um, you know, if you finish last in fantasy, your punishment is personalized. So if you finish last, you get a platypus tattoo. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing. All right. Lock it's almost it like in. your you worst fear. Like <laughs> you, have you heard to. it here, right here. I will do that tattoo. Oh, I came last. Cool. I've been wanting to get this tattoo. Okay. It's going to be realistic. Well, it's going to be on my OnlyFans, four ninety nine a month. Subscribe. That's definitely not as fun. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get into the fight heard around the world real quick, because yeah. uh, this was the only MLB fight I've seen where I, I'm pretty sure we watched someone get knocked the fuck out, as Smokey would say. Um, as yeah. yeah, Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson uh, ends up getting suspended six games for this um, as Guardians third baseman Jose Ramirez knocks him the fuck out um, after an altercation at second base when Jose Ramirez slid in, stood up and uh, started getting in Tim Anderson's face about how he's been basically like shaming the game through his actions and whatnot. Cause I guess like after someone slides in, he's tagging them all hard to try and knock their hand off or uh, off the base. Now, or some first stuff. off, first off, Anderson squared up first. Anderson, he, oh, he wanted did that smoke. So you're asking for it, buddy. Oh, he not, it not only did he ask for it, he got all of it. Uh, he oh, dropped he his glove. Uh, ends up like there's like a tussle. Uh, I think he did throw a punch at Ramirez. Yeah, but, yeah, he got one lick in. 
Yeah, Ramirez duck, though, not even looking, throws a haymaker, like, up over behind his head and just connects right on Tim Anderson's chin, and he just drops like a sack of potatoes. Literally yeah. probably the best yeah. fight I've seen in the MLB because you finally see somebody get Easily. knocked out, <laughs> which was... Yeah, we've been waiting for this for a while. Yeah, normally it's just like a pushing and shoving match, and then the bench is clear, and then everybody's like kind of fucking wrestling around and shit. Uh, was it That's Tommy... That's not true, remember? Uh, Tommy Lasorda? Yeah, he, he connected. Bow, but didn't knock him out. Well, do you remember? Uh, I think it was the Dodgers uh, manager, Tommy Lasorda. I think that's his name. Ended up running out at, uh, fuck, it was a Boston Red Sox pitcher. And the pitcher oh, ended up pushing that. him. Yeah, and he was yeah, like yeah. 80 years yeah, old yeah. and fell over. And he was like, oh, my God, <laughs> he pushed him down. It's like he ran he at him. Been <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This old guy's like, let me tell you, boy. He's like, you don't call me, boy. Boo. I ran right at him, and he hit me. How dare him? He was coming right for me. What do you want me to do? <laughs> old man's waving his cane. How dare you respect disrespect baseball? I'm like, all right. <laughs> Hold up. I got a family. Back up. Yeah, exactly. But this is not that. So, like you said, um, Tim Anderson did square up first, so he gets six games. Jose Ramirez knocks him out. He gets three games. So clearly, nice. it's just karma right there. <laughs> yeah. You wanted that smoke? You got it. I only got to sit out three games. You got to sit out six. Exactly. Cause... Think about the money right there. It's gone. And in baseball, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Well, not nearly as much as like the NFL when it's only like 16, well, 17 games now. But yeah, when it's True. 162, that's a lot lower of a you know portion of your salary bro that's like a hundred grand more than what i make are you oh dude me? any of these guys it's just like dude. and we're talking just a couple days i gotta do it the whole year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> six no, days no, a week no. <laughs> god couldn't make me six foot five and 215 pounds he had to make me five foot six with some cute eyes and luckily they call me kickstand yeah, you, but you, at least i got that you do have some dreamy eyes i could totally get lost in them <laughs> oh. yeah. wait till you see the picture i grabbed of you. It, it emphasizes your eyes it's nice oh god that is are you hitting on me i mean maybe <laughs> what are you doing later <laughs> i'm gonna have to light my jamal murray jesus christ candle yes i have one. Oh, and, nice uh, like an old school away. like uh, Virgin Mary yeah, like, candle. Like your nice. had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your grandma like, had. My grandma didn't have up. that. <laughs> oh yeah, she just burnt incense because she was Native American. Yeah, yeah like we that. didn't. We didn't have actual. Yeah, effigies. I should have started the episode with "Hi, how are you?" Uh, <laughs> Hi, how are you? Oh. Only I can do that. <laughs> Damn it! All right, well, uh, let's get into the fight stuff real quick, and then we're going to get you yeah. out of here because you've been here for way longer than I initially intended you to be. So we're going to hear it. You give it back to you, the uh, people. That's right. This is all for you guys, the people. So we're going to hear Mills Lane right now. Uh, he's going to tell us, the let's get it on. So hold on just one second. Let's get it on. That's right. It is time for the fight corner. That's what I'm calling this right now because we're going to cover the USC fight night and um, the fight between, oh my God, I almost said Logan Paul, Jake Paul, and Nate Diaz. So, or is it Logan? Fuck, I don't even know anymore. They become the same person. It's Jake Paul. Fuck, Jake Paul. It was, it was, it was Nate Paul and Jake Diaz. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to start with the UFC fight night because, unfortunately, Travis forgot about it. Uh, he did not know there was not a bad. fight night because everybody was so pumped up for the Jake Paul-Nate uh, Diaz fight that they forgot about it. But I'm and only... I'd like to apologize about that because I'm an avid UFC fighter. Uh, when I was in the military on the weekends, you could do sports PT, physical training, or you could go to the dojo. And I went to the dojo. I, I loved MMA. So the fact that I skipped a UFC night, fight night, that's my bad. You should feel ashamed, but I'm going to tell you right now, we missed this earlier. We should say this right now. Thank you for your service, sir. It is much appreciated ah. that you went over there and did all that shit for people like me to sit here and uh, just uh, love freedom. So it's guys like you. As I tell everybody, brother, I volunteered. You ain't got to thank me. <laughs> well, yeah, nonetheless, uh, it, yeah, you should be thanked for volunteering because – that's some selfless shit right there. But um, it was fun. I'll drink to that. <laughs> cheers. Um, let me pour a shot real quick, and we'll do one more, and then we'll get you out of here without doing another one. We'll do a quick shot right now, just for you, the military. For the record, appreciate you. For the record, the reason why I missed that UFC fight night is because Nate Diaz, my favorite fighter. Nate Diaz is one of the best fighters, one of the funnest fighters to watch. Uh, aside from like Conor McGregor. Uh, best uh, pre-fight interviews, uh, post-fight interviews. Dude's been awesome. Um, real quick, though, before we get Travis out of here and finish up this fight stuff, we are going to take a shot to him and the Knee Circles podcast. Firstly, to him for his service to this country. And then second to Knee Circles podcast. If you guys have not yet, please go listen to the Knee Circles podcast. They talk about uh, a lot of pop culture topics, funny shit, movies, um, you know, crazy shit in the news. Uh, it's- the easiest way I can sum it up is if you want to laugh, come listen. If you get offended easily, sorry. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we talk about a lot of stuff on, on this show. I, I, I spoke about it last week. We've literally cut one thing from the show in the entire time that we've been recording, which is not nearly as min- as much as you guys. You're almost on 100 episodes. <laughs> so cheers to that. What, what are you guys at? What We're is it now there. right now? Uh, This Wednesday or Thursday will be 89. 89. 11 episodes away from 100 we are creeping up on our first year at episode, I think this is 46 now. So You're almost at 50. You're almost, almost at 50. 50. Almost a year. All We've right. only missed one week. Um, and I know you guys went through some shit and missed a little bit of time, but that's fucking life for you. Um, yeah. So the fact that we're both sitting here with podcasts that have made it this far, cheers to both of us. Um, so- cheers. To all of our fans, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you guys each and every week. If you haven't yet, please go check out Knee Circles Podcast. They're on all things streaming. If you haven't yet, make sure that you like and follow us on all things streaming because that helps a lot. But then the most important thing is rate us five stars. That shit helps immensely. And make sure to follow us on all things social media, both Knee Circles and Fringe Fanatics. Travis, this shot is for you, sir. Thank you for your service. Thank you to Knee Circles. Thank you for coming on tonight. And thank you for being a part of the Fantasy League, my friend. Yes, sir. And cheers. Let's do the shot or drink for you. I'm on it. (laughs) Drink it down. (sighs) Larceny. It burns so good. You'll be all right over there. I didn't watch a UFC fight night. How was it? 
It wasn't the best, um, and I really just want to focus on, especially since we're um, a little short on time, I really want to focus on just the main event, Corey Sandhagen versus Rob Font. If you aren't aware, Corey Sandhagen is one of the up-and-comers in the UFC, one of the better guys to watch, but this fight was a little bit of a letdown. Um, booze rained down as he won, uh, cause Corey Sandhagen did end up winning this fight. Uh, he suffered a torn tricep in the opening round. So this became just basically a grappling match. There was not much fighting happening. Um, Sandhagen, uh, in MMA sitting at 17 and four in the UFC 10 and three. Wow. Showered with booze inside Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, Tennessee on Saturday when he, uh, basically just grappled the guy to death. Um, and when his tricep went, it just kind of became, um, a wrestling match and he dominated. Uh, Sandhagen is an extreme grappler and he showed that against Rob Font. Um, he ends up winning the 140 pound catch weight fight. But, though, the big news was um, in the middle of the fight, it was going so bad, Dana White reportedly walked away from cage side and um, proceeded to talk shit about the fight afterwards. So, we'll see how this really? goes. Yeah, Dana was not happy. Uh, when Dana is not happy, he is the first to let everybody know that he isn't happy. But um, we'll we'll see what this does. Obviously, Sanhagen's going to move on um, and... Continue. So my only rebuttal, my only rebuttal to that, I don't mean to uh-huh. cut you off, but did Dana know he was injured? Because I think and if Dana would have known he was injured, it'd be a different story. It could be. Um, and the article I read today didn't have any updates on that, but that is a very good point. Did he know that his tricep tore in the first round? Uh, maybe not when he walked out. I, although I wouldn't be surprised if somebody right away, once they heard the the corner talking about that, to run over to Dana and be like, "I think his, tri- his triceps torn." Yeah, because if you take your tricep, and for those that don't know, it's the backside of your arm. Where okay, that uh, controls your uh, in-and-out movement like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, like you can still throw it, but you can't throw it. So maybe Dana didn't know. He was pissed off. He's supposed to make a bunch of money off this one fight night. But if Dana hasn't come out since, if I know one thing about Dana White, he is like once he gets the facts, he'll address it and be like, hey, you know, I either fucked up or I was in the right spot. So I don't know. We'll see about that. But the fact that you tear your tricep, you cannot recover from that for at least four months. Like it fucks you up. Yeah. That's one of those major tears, like an Achilles or something like that, or a bicep or a pec, which I mean, you see a lot of that with, um, have you ever torn a muscle? I don't know if I've torn one completely like off the bone, but I've definitely torn muscles. Um, I have a yeah, fucked up back sciatic pain out the yin yang, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I don't oh, know if brother, I've ever my like spine's s- hanging onto my pelvis. Kind of red. <laughs> I, I fell off a helicopter once. Just bam. Damn dude. Seriously. Yeah. My How far? was in the back of my spine on my belt. Oh, 12 foot drop. Oh, that'll fuck you up though. That's a story. Right. Yeah, on your I, landed ass? On that, I landed on that tool on my spine by my pelvis and I landed on my head. And I woke up in the hospital. Damn. <laughs> the only thing I can compare that to is I was um, riding dirt bikes and learning how to ride dirt bikes when I was like 14 or 15, and I hit a double, um, which if you don't know, that's one jump, and then there's a gap between those uh, the jumps, and then there's another jump that you land on the backside of, 
well, I didn't go fast enough and I hit the first jump and then the both of my wheels in the middle of my bike just like hit on that apex of the second jump and the springs compressed. And I just basically like probably similar to you bounced about like 10 feet in the air and then just landed right. Like my body kind of folded like a pocket knife, but not all the way on my ass. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, but Chris is not supposed to bend that way. Yeah, not no, definitely. If you see me, you know, I don't bend that way. <laughs> so the reason why I mentioned tearing a, uh, tearing a, a muscle, it's cause I get it. Like I tore uh, my bicep and then right at my elbow, the, the muscle in between your elbow and your forearm. And it was the worst pain. I couldn't bend my arm and my tricep. I couldn't lean back. So I only really only had one arm. So the fact that you're going to tear your tricep and then still win the fight, that's, that's wild. Yeah, and you see that shit with fighters, dude. Like when they're like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I broke my foot in the first round, but I just like kept fighting through the other four, and then I won." And just like you're nuts, dude. <laughs> I want to say it was uh, the last pay per view or the one before. There was a UFC fighter, up and comer, and I couldn't tell you his name because I don't have it pulled up. But uh, Joe Rogan called him out on the post interview. He was like, "Looks like you broke your arm." He's like, "No, not well, maybe I don't know." And then oh, the next shit. day on his Twitter. He showed the X-ray. Yeah, that bitch was broken. broken oh man, off. and he was a bigger fighter too. Fuck, and I can't. I'm not going to Google it right now because I don't even know how to Google it. But we talked about it after <laughs> that. He fucking, um, yeah, he fractured his fucking forearm and ended up winning yeah. the fight. Like, and it was like in like yeah. the the beginning rounds. And this dude just yeah. battled. He fought through an it. American, and he was like Sweden or something. Yeah, badass motherfucker. Shit's yeah. crazy, yep. man. Yep. It's crazy well, how MMA does that. You can break something. Oh, excuse me. Good thrust. Good tone. No, um, yeah. push it. Ah, push it. It's crazy how MMA, you can fight someone and break something and still win the fight. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. When you look at these guys or females, I'll take both. Yeah. Um, they're busted up, but they'll win the fight. That's why Nate Diaz is my favorite fighter. You can take a pounding. Let's transition. Yeah, that's a good segue right there, dude. Um, Look at you go. It's like you have a podcast yourself or something. (laughs) Well, kind of. Nate Diaz is my boy. That dude will win a UFC fight back in the day on a pay-per-view, make a bunch of money, fail a drug test for marijuana, and Dana White's like, what the fuck? He goes, I don't care. (laughs) It's whatever. It's, It's whatever with me. And next thing you know, Nate Diaz is like, yeah, I'll fight Jake Paul. He ain't going to knock me out. He did go down in the fifth round. I saw that. He knocked him down for sure, yep. He never knocked him out. And there was a few times Nate Diaz, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, dude, Jake Paul's going down. Jake Paul's going down. Yeah. And he didn't go down. No, and that's a big too. What? What's your problem? No, No, I was just going to say, dude, like, there was, like, the later rounds – you could just tell Nate was like, dude, fucking hit me. You ain't got shit. He, you caught me once was basically like how he was, was playing it. Him. Yeah. Remember when he hit him and he was like, oh, I'm dazed. <laughs> he did it like two times with a body shot, like one to the head. He acted like he was all fucked up. He's like, Ugh. Yeah. Nate's the ultimate yeah, troll, just, dude. He would even like walk away and he's like brushing his face. He's like, what, bitch? What, bitch? I'm from fucking SoCal. I will knock you out. So I I'll stop and slap you, son. Don't get me wrong, I loved Rampage Jackson, I loved Anderson Silva, all in their prime. But Nate Diaz is the only one that could stand there and say, yeah, I'm so-and-so old. 
you ain't knocking me out. I'm fucking toast. Let's go. Like, I love that kid. Love him. Yeah, and that's the thing, dude. Like, um, fucking Jake Paul wants to sit there and act like he dominated. He didn't dominate. When you caught him once on the chin and you, you set him down and he got back up and then the rest of the fight, dude, he fucking just trolled you the entire time. He basically made a joke out of it, put you in a, a rear naked choke at one or a, a guillotine. Um, and then, yeah, he's just fucking with him the whole time. Just joking around. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll give Jake Paul flowers. The kid can box. He's pretty good at fucking boxing. But when he was like, oh, yeah, Nate got one in boxing, I want one against an MMA. Or, yeah, I fumbled that. MMA. Dude, you don't stand a chance. Like, Nate Diaz will tap you out in the first round. You yeah, if that goes chance. to the ground, dude, you're fucking done. <laughs> you're Not done. Not even the ground, dude. The fact that Nate Diaz can use his whole body. He's going to knock you the fuck out somehow. Kick, elbow, whatever it is. He's going to knock you So, I'm sorry, but Jake Paul... Stay in your lane. Rebuttal what you said about, oh, I'm going to go MMA. You're not built for that. Just focus on getting a real boxer in the ring. Because the problem with Jake Paul is he fights retired MMA guys or some amateur boxer. He won't fight someone legit like Canelo or all those boxers that have proven themselves. Jake Paul won't fight him. I'm scared of him. Yeah, it's always the guys that are like on the on the downfall. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I want to see who he fights next. If it's not a, a rematch of Nate D or of he's calling out Conor McGregor, dude, Conor would destroy him. He's on fucking roids. I don't know about that. God I don't, damn it. And that's the only dude, reason Conor will go back. Son to of a UFC. bitch. Hold on for just a second. I gotta pee. <laughs> God damn it. Kindergarten. Don't talk shit about me while I'm gone, dude. That's not nice. He's got that first grade bladder. You know what I mean? You're like Miss Anderson. I need to use the bathroom. She's like, what the fuck? It's been like 10 minutes. You didn't even drink anything. And next thing you know, she lets him go down the hallway, does his thing, comes back, and he missed all of the multiplication problem solving. Next thing you know, he's failing fourth grade math, and his parents are like, what the fuck is going on with you? He's like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I had to pee. This is what happens on podcasting. You kind of lose it. You fumble. Next thing you know, your bladder's full. You're like, I don't know been an hour and a half what is going on dude i can hear you talking <laughs> <laughs> you asshole <laughs> anyway oh i messed up my yeah. just, oh dude i feel so much better now i was holding that one that's, i was fighting that one like a like a want. prize fight. i was fighting that one want. like jake paul <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna hug him because he's striking the shit out of exactly him. i can't fight that well oh, shit whatever I mean, what do you, what do you think, dude? Is is Jake Paul? I mean, at this point, it's just Jake because Logan's now a WWF wrestler. Is Jake Paul changing um, the fight game? The day Jake Paul fights a legitimate boxer and wins a belt, I'll I'll respect the man. He's a good boxer, but you got to go win one. I see some of these boxers, and they've got their wives, baby mamas, side chicks, dominatrix. They're all holding the belt in the ring. They got six babies, whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you get all those belts? Jake Paul needs to crew. do that. Yeah. Go with a belt. Yeah, I think that's the thing, dude. Until he fights somebody that's actually fucking legitimate. Like, to fight Nate Diaz, dude. The dude's a, a badass. 
And I had to say, the only thing I got from that fight is that Nate Diaz is a fucking warrior, dude. Especially for the last he's few rounds. Yeah, for the he's last few rounds, he's just like, dude, fucking hit me in the stomach. It ain't shit. You ain't shit. Yeah. You're just talking shit the whole time. Shit. I was like, dude, you're badass. You got fucked up, true, but you're a badass. True story. True story. I was watching the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight, and I have two TVs next to each other. My son's a big pro wrestler fan. And I always thought it was just going to fade away. He's got into it. It was like seven. No, no. This kid watches this shit legit pay-per-view. And he had me watching SummerSlam. And I watched Logan Paul get into a match. It was the same night, was it not? The, the same, like within hours. Yeah, because I saw Logan, Logan was there at the end of Jake's fight, like in his fucking WWF yeah, game. Yeah, no, we're watching that pay-per-view. Yeah, we're watching that pay-per-view, and they're showing Jake Paul traveling. Like, oh, he's going here, he's going there, he's at this airport. Da, 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 da. Next thing you know, he's on the boxing screen. There's Jake, or there's Logan Paul seeing Jake Paul. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yes, I watched boxing and pro wrestling on the same night and skipped the UFC. Shame on me. You let me down. I love the deep sigh. You let me down. <laughs> yes, I watched You let me wrestling. down, Blue. I watched some guys go through with some tables. That was cool. Other than that, it's just all trauma. Dude, I, I've talked about this before. I don't know if you've watched it, but on Vice News, there's a TV show, and it's called The Dark Side of the Ring, and there's also The Dark Side of Comedy. Um, but it's basically, it just goes through, like, um, the crazy times of, like, the WWE and, like, all the shit back in the day, like... Drug smuggling, people getting murdered, like all kinds of crazy shit. If you haven't Jesus watched Christ. it, dude, check it no. out. Um, I've, dude, I, I don't know about you. I feel like everybody when they're growing up, especially little kid, like little boys, um, at one point or another, you fucking love wrestling. I don't know why, of course, but it's intense. Yeah, it's it's insane, and, and then you get older, and you start realizing, like, I couldn't even imagine, like, having a persona like that, and then just, like, that's your life. Like, Ric Flair. And then dude. you... Hulk Hogan. But then you look at crowds, you look at crowds, and there's grown people in the crowds, and you're like, what the fuck? These dude, the funniest video... It. There's a video of a dude at, like, a fucking uh, WWE, WWF, like, fucking autograph signing, and it's like in a high school gymnasium and he's like in the middle row and like it's a Q&A and they hand him the fucking microphone and like he goes on this like epic tirade of like how wrestling has like shaped his life and like turned him into the man that he is and he just like starts <laughs> sobbing and I'm just like, dude, this isn't real, bro. <laughs> like This oh shit they pick before they go out. They know who's going to win. <laughs> I was watching it with my kid, and they, they were like, oh, if you download DraftKings, you can bet on WWE. I'm like, this shit's scripted. No way. Like, you can fucking bet on yourself. WWE now? You can bet on WWE. Who's going to win this match? It, well, they already know. No so way. I'm right. Yeah, you can bet on it. And it blows my mind because it's scripted. It's already pre-programmed ready to go well, oh, i mean we got into the whole conspiracy that. theory last year of the nfl being scripted because there's all those players coming out being like oh this shit's scripted <laughs> the chiefs are the supposed to win play, you know the refs play too much of a role in the nfl same with the nba do especially the, the nba the NBA. Yeah, I don't want to be- accept that because the Nuggets got the chip, bro. Like, oh, dude, I, I, against the the will of the refs, man. 
especially in the in the Lakers series, dude. There were so many times I'm like, dude, they are calling this game for the Lakers, but they just eventually like, dude, Jokic is just so good. They're just like, fuck, we can't, brother, we can't we do. Go on. <laughs> I know we could go on about that for another I hour. Know. We but need to get you out of here, dude. We need to get you out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go because it's been an hour and a half. And I only hey, told you I was going to have you fringies. on for a half hour. That's what they're <laughs> all, the fringies. all the fringies. The fringies. Right. <laughs> you got the rosies for new circles. Yeah, knee circles. And the fringies for fringe. Oh, you call them rosies? They're rosies. Yeah, for the the, 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 the the marks you leave on your legs. For the your, people your, that don't know elbows. and listen to fringe fanatics but don't listen to knee circles, the reason it's called knee circles, when you go drop a deuce in the bathroom, you take your phone. And you lock your elbows to your knees, and you're there for 45 minutes. Then you get up, and you got two red circles on your knees, knee circles. Yeah, and you usually have uh, legs that are asleep. My, uh, <laughs> my girlfriend always gives me shit. She's like, you get home, and you just go in the bathroom for like 45 minutes. I'm like, yeah, because I go in, I sit down on the toilet. It's my domain. I may or may wow. not poop. I don't know. If not... I sit there and I go through all of the day's proceedings of the social medias, especially someone like you who has a podcast. You know, you got to fucking, yeah. you're, you're checking all the social you medias. Yeah. You're looking at everything. And then yeah. you, you take a quick five minute shower. <laughs> you're yeah. in the bathroom for 45 minutes. Do you take a, a five shit minute naked? shower? I, I do it. I do it. I take a shit naked all day. Oh, I mean, I'm a half naked. I mean, I walk into my work clothes. Like, I pop to the shower, top. You pop the top, and then, and then you yeah. usually have at least, you know, at least your drawers or, you know, your. I got basketball nah. shorts for my drive nah. home. So, yeah, I mean. Nah. If I'm getting ready to shower, bro, I sit down. I got my phone, elbows locked, and I start taking off my socks. And I start dropping everything off, and I'm like, ah, I got oh, a you, towel. You go. take off your socks while sitting on the toilet? That's impressive. You're very flexible. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, the Mexican side of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, no, terrible. it's okay. Um, hey, this has been a blast. No, dude, it has been really fun. I'm going to let you get to the rest of your evening. If you guys haven't yet, oh, I've got... Call of Duty? He's going to get into <laughs> Call of Duty. i got knee circles um, up on the screen right now um, yes, and sir, a picture of Travis. If you haven't oh, yet... God. Please go like and follow them on all things streaming and um, make sure that you follow them on social media uh, at Knee Circles Podcast. And hopefully soon um, I will be helping them get video going and then you'll be able to watch these handsome motherfuckers while they do what they do. You know? They're amazing. No, it's the least (laughs) I can do. Hey, um, if I if I gotta say one thing, it's the same way I ended the last episode. As Ric Flair said, "Remember, ladies, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next." That's absolutely right, and we'll end that with a woo. But um, I'm looking forward to competing with you um, in the Fringe Fanatics inaugural fantasy league. Uh, I just want to be Chad and Greg. So yeah. Oh, dude, uh, we've already talked about you and Greg being the um, highlight of the year. <laughs> Goddamn Android user. Is it Greg that's the Android re- user? I couldn't tell who it was sure. yet. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's him. He won't admit it. 
it would be him. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. Um, I'll fill you in more on Greg. He's been one of those guys. I actually got my DUI going to Greg's birthday party. Well, shortly after Greg's birth or birthday party, giving a chat. Oof, Jesus Christ. <sighs> giving Chad a ride home after Greg's birthday party, I wound up getting a DUI, and the story is quite entertaining. So maybe the next time you're on, I'll fill you in on it. Sounds like you're coming on Knee Circles podcast. I have a third mic, and you're going to tell that story. And then we're going to shit on Greg, fucker. <laughs> Dude, uh, there's <laughs> there's few things I like in my life more than shitting on Greg. <laughs> and he will be the first to tell you that. <laughs> We all met working at Tokyo Joe's down off 13th and Grant and uh, unfortunately has forged a friendship between the three of us that has lasted for almost a decade now. So here we are. I love it. Um, and here you are now a part of it. And I'm so happy to have knee circles be a part of the French fanatics fantasy league. And um, sure. I'm just happy that uh, it, it's so crazy, dude. Like it's, you know, when I friended you randomly, um, cause I saw you yeah. on my friends, you may know, I was like, holy shit. He also has a fucking podcast and it turns out, yep. you know, our dads go way back and we go way back and it's just like fucking super serendipitous. So here we are, um, just living the dream, dude, doing the damn thing. The universe works in mysterious ways. It does. Friend. It really does. Mm-hmm. And on that note, dude, um, I'm going to take one more shot to send you on your way. You can take a drink if you'd like. But oh, if you one. haven't yet, please go like and follow uh, the Knee Circles podcast on all things streaming. Fucking great show. Super funny. Um, and they will be forever um, that. You know, basically involved in our show due to the, the Fantasy League. So uh, Minkus and Travis, you guys are fucking awesome. Your show is super fucking funny. I'm so happy to have you guys a part of the Fantasy League. And, you know, it just it, it makes a way for us all to talk about it more. And uh, hopefully just uh, we'll steal your listeners and you'll steal our listeners. And, you know, it'll be one big happy family. Just one big. It'll be like one big Brady Bunch, Alabama yeah. kind of interest. Yeah, incestual family. That's what we're going for. Yeah. If you don't have yeah, an incestual family, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Travis, one more shot to get you out of here. Um, you guys have been Good. fucking awesome this whole time. I'm so stoked to actually have like podcast brothers. And that's what you guys are at this point. You're you're part of the thing. Uh, we're doing the damn thing. And now we've got a fantasy league. So let's do it. Let's hope somebody other than Greg wins. That's right. All right, man. Cheers to you. I'll uh, text you here in a bit to wrap this up. But on that note, dude, I will catch you soon. Thank you for being a part of the show. And um, we'll see you uh, at the draft night. Hell yeah. And Chad, I still hate your hair. (laughs) He's got that damn fucking dreadlocks. He's fucking wook. He's a wook mofo. (laughs) You wook. All right, I'll hit y'all up. All right, man. Um, this has been an extremely long outro to this conversation. We've made it to an hour and 42 minutes. So, <laughs> yes. uh, dude, go have a great night. I'll see you soon. Uh, and here's to knee circles and French fanatics, man. Until next time. Bro. 
We will catch you later, dude. Have a great fucking night. I'll text you here in a little bit to wrap up this conversation as I finish the show. Until next time, um, I'm going to beat you in fantasy. You suck. Knee circles, second best to Fringe Fanatics. The Fringies are the best. And that's how we're ending this. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> All right, dude. Later, man. Have a good night. Talk to you soon. Bye. Well, on that note, you just heard multiple multiple dudes as Travis left. Um, we have one more thing for you. Um, the music break's coming up, and then we're going to do the DDOE. Um, it's supposed to be a shorter episode. It's never a shorter episode whenever we say it's going to be a shorter episode. But um, here's the music break. It is Messiah Vore. The name of this song is One Million Mistakes, and it is coming at you right now. You're hearing it as I speak.
Oops. And we are back. Sorry, I had the fucking volume turned down. And we are back. You just heard Messiahvor one million times. If you haven't yet, please go like and follow Messiahvor on all things streaming. Um, they are on Spotify and everything that you stream music on. If you haven't yet, please go visit Messiahvor.com for all your merch, music, and upcoming show needs. Uh, what's going to happen right now? We are at the point of the show where the DDOE happens. Um, normally, there'd probably be something that happens in between here and now, but Chad is gone. And uh, we're going to wrap this show up because me and Travis went way over on time. It was supposed to be only an hour-long show, and here it is. Uh, we're seeing an hour and 50 minutes. So uh, we're going to get into the DDOE. You are about to hear um, John Daly hit it hard, man. I hit it hard, man. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are about to hit it hard. You just heard John Daly hit it hard, man. And we are about to talk about Team USA, the 12 and under baseball team playing in the uh, Little League World Series. They made waves last weekend after breaking records and dominating its competition at the World Baseball slash Softball Confederation Under-12 Baseball World Cup. Uh, The scoreboard got so lopsided that New Zealand... um, Team USA's opponent to kick off the tournament gave Team USA players high fives as they rounded the bases after hitting home runs. Um, A viral clip surfaced from the game that ended with a score of 43 to 1, people. Um, This is a baseball game. Uh, 43 to 1. I'm surprised there wasn't a mercy rule. I thought back in the day when we played, um, if you got the, I mean, shit. Half of that, you would have been a mercy rule, and the game would have been over. But here we are, uh, 43-1. to It breaks the single-game record for any 12-and-under national team. The U.S. set its previous record at 29 during the World Cup Qualifiers gold medal game against Venezuela in May. So it hasn't been this long since the U.S. has done this. But unfortunately for these teams, they're playing um, the best players from the U.S., where... Baseball is America's pastime, so they don't really have much of a chance. The great thing about this is, though, is that the New Zealand players were so blown away by how well the American players were playing that these guys were just crushing home runs, and as as they were rounding the bases, the New Zealand team was just giving them high fives. They don't even know what to do. Um, it's it, The power of the American uh, team is, is so great. That they're just like, well, I guess we just got to shake their hands as they round the bases and rack up the score to 43 to 1, um, which, like I said, normally there's a mercy rule. The fact that there isn't just goes to show you um, that the um, 12 and under baseball team is just going to dominate in the World Baseball Confederation. So um, this goes out to them. Honestly, it might be as just, you know, going to the New Zealand team for the fact that they were giving high fives to the American team as they were hitting home runs and just running the bases on them. But 
Me and Travis tonight went way over what we said we were going to do. You guys got a lot of extra stuff, considering the fact that Chad Lee is gone tonight. But here we are. The DDOE goes to the U.S. 12 and under team who dominates New Zealand 43 to one in a baseball game, which doesn't even seem feasibly possible. But when you're full of the greats from America and you're playing um, another team who, especially like New Zealand's not their pastime, like it is in America, the fact that they even scored one point is good. Um, I'm not taking another shot. I'm getting out of here. Um, This goes out to all of you. If you have listened to this point, please go like and follow us on all things that you're listening or watching us on. And if you haven't yet, please rate us five stars. As always, please go like, share, subscribe, and follow us on all things social media at fringe underscore fanatics. I'm sorry if this was a little bit off the rails, guys. I I was not ready for this. I thought I prepared um, I thought I was going to keep me and Travis at well under an hour. I failed significantly at that, but I love each and every one of you. And uh, this has been episode 46 of Fringe Fanatics. Uh, we're going to call this some amalgamation of the knee circles and Fringe Fanatics crossover. I don't know what it's going to be, but stay tuned. We've got fantasy happening. We've got po- uh, podcast crossovers Things are happening at a rate which we can barely keep up with. But if you've made it this far, please just go rate us five stars. That's all we want. And until then, we'll see you next week on episode 47 of Fringe Fanatics. If Chad Lee was here, I would tell him I love him, which he knows that I love him. And I'm going to tell Travis P. Roscoe that I love him and Minkus from Knee Circles Podcast. If you haven't yet, please go um, follow them on all things um, podcasty, wherever you get them from, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, you know, whatever. Go find them, find us, and then just you know, combine us together. That's all we need. Let's let's make the fringies and the knee circles come together, and we're gonna have one of the best podcasting group of fans anybody can imagine on that note i love you guys chad lee i love you even though you are not here and it's just me travis p roscoe thank you for joining the podcast and if you haven't yet go fucking listen to knee circles we will see you guys next week thank you as always from me and chad lee we love you guys this has been fringe fanatics we're gonna get out of here I love you all. Toodles.